Welcome back to another episode of All That Jazz, the podcast where I talk about my life as a dad. So, it's now the first day of February. I feel like I'm always apologizing for updating my weekly, or what are supposed to be weekly uh, episodes. But if you have been listening, um, you probably realize there's a lot, a lot, a lot going on in my life recently with my move back to the U.S. quickly approaching and uh, a pretty busy January. A lot has been going on, and I'm not going to lie, it's kind of freaking me the hell out. Um, The anticipation, let me be specific, (laughs) anticipating returning home has been freaking me out, and I've actually been doing a lot of things um, each week to kind of help prepare for my move little by little um, as as the deadline is uh, approaching. Um, So let me just kind of give you a little quick run through. In the month of January alone, I've applied for two positions, two public safety positions. The first one was uh, Portland PD, the police department, as well as the 911 dispatcher. Now, I always talked about how I always wanted to be a firefighter. And I had my calendar marked for the 29th of January because that's when Portland was opening up its application period for firefighters. Well, I submitted it as, you know, I've been looking forward to for like the last three years. I've been, or maybe that's too long, but for the last couple of years, I knew I was going to be a firefighter and I was just waiting for the right time to apply. I did. But it turns out I have to physically be in the U.S. in Portland to get my um, my CPAT, my fitness test. I have to be physically there within this time period. And obviously, because I won't be, I can't apply. So I have to apply at a later date. And God knows when that's going to be. A little disappointed. I was a little bummed. But hey, there's nothing wrong with being a police officer or dispatch. It's still kind of all in the same field. It's a really good starting salary, more money than I've ever seen in my life. Obviously, you know, I haven't worked in the U.S. for a while, but if I get any of these positions, it will put me in really good standing financially to kind of help support my family. And that's that's what's really important to me. Um, so, yeah, as of right now, there's a seven-step process for Portland PD. I'm currently in the fourth step. Um, they're going to be conducting a, a background check, you know, a very extensive background check. It takes anywhere between one to three months. Um, so obviously I'm, I'm here in Korea, so I have more than enough time to kind of let the process work itself out. And hopefully by the time I arrive in April, I should be ready to go. Maybe take my physical, hopefully get an interview with a, a panel, get all my thoughts and my answers together. And kind of just rock and roll and, you know, get myself established. Um, yeah, so pretty excited. So that's that's what I've been doing every single week. I've just been um, getting all the paperwork that I need for the, the filing, just for the application process itself. I had to fill out a, a questionnaire, a personal history statement about my, my background, all my employment for the last 20 years, every single residence that I've ever stayed at. And obviously I've lived internationally and... They just want to proof like the last 10 years. So I was just going through everything, just kind of racking my brain, finding old emails, archives, anything I could find to kind of uh, provide all this uh, supporting document. And last but not least, they wanted references, uh, eight minimum. And I thought to myself, like, who who the hell do I know that can I, I can refer to uh, prefer for a professional reference? I, I don't think I know 
three, four people. Um, but yeah, I, it took me a while, but I got it all submitted, and I'm just kind of just crossing my fingers, hoping to hear back something soon. Um, so yeah, busy, busy January. Uh, so that's just been on my end, apart from the job hunting and, and the apartment hunting. Just, again, trying to get myself established. Um, Family-related-wise, I've got some really good news uh, for Sophina. Um, in the month of January, you know, we took her out of uh, her school, the school that I currently work at, because we just felt like just academically and personally she just wasn't growing. And any parent, you know, wishes that their child is just growing healthily, happily, and, uh, and that she's just right on track especially for her, her development. And so we feel like she wasn't getting that. So we decided to, you know, keep her at home and homeschool her. And that's actually the, the topic of today's episode. I will be talking about homeschooling and, you know, the benefits and, and the cons of it really, and why it just works for us and our family in, in this moment. So without further ado, let's jump in today's episode. All right, so it's been about uh, four weeks since Sophie has been studying at home. And apart from studying, like, we also enrolled her in Taekwondo, you know, in the Korean martial arts, and she just loves it. We had a trial, I think, during our, our Christmas vacation, like a 40-minute trial, and, you know, she was a bit shy at first, and but we thought this would be a good fit for her. It's, it's a good place that, you know, she can be herself, express herself, yell with every punch and kick that she throws, and... She can make a bunch of friends while she's there. And a month in, like, she loves it. She, she's a white belt. She has her uniform. Absolutely adorable. Um, her schedule changed a little bit now. So on Tuesdays and Thursdays, uh, she goes to class at 4. And then Monday, Wednesday, Friday, she goes to the 5.30 uh, class. And obviously, they're all in the evening. And she just really has a blast. Like everybody there really takes care of her. They know she's the youngest. And so they watch out for her. And that just makes uh, So Young and I just feel like really comfortable knowing that she's kind of like the popular girl. And everybody wants to make sure that she's happy. And they kind of just cheer her on with every little thing that she does. And hopefully she'll be advancing to her yellow belt pretty soon. So that'd be cute. I'll be sure to put photos of that on my Instagram. Um, So yeah, homeschooling. So before we even decided to do this, you know, my wife and I made sure that we had a whole bunch of tasks and subjects for her to, to study while she was here. My wife was, you know, she's, she's a planner too. She took it very seriously. She made like this little pie chart that divided up every single uh, period that she'd be studying, whether it's free time, snack times, um, when she's learning phonics, Korean class, English class, math, science, you name it. It's all on this little schedule. And for the most part, she adheres to it. And um, it's it's been going great. Just in the first month alone, like I already know that Sophie's much better um, with her, her writing skills, her motor skills. She's cutting, gluing, um, writing, and tracing uh, for somebody at her age, at her level. She's doing that. Um, she loves reading now. We have a whole bunch of Dr. Seuss books, and she likes to pick one book and is learning to read that on her own. And um, 
her coloring, even the coloring herself. Uh, before, she would just take one color pencil and would just color like a whole sheet that color. And now she likes really likes to express herself with different colors. If you give her different coloring sheets, she uses multiple colors. And obviously, we give her a whole bunch of positive reinforcement. We like to just display them all over the house. We tape them to like the windows, to the fridge, you name it, just anything to make her feel like she's just like a rock star and really just boosting her confidence. And the, the sole reason why we, we pulled her out from my current school, as I mentioned before, um, we just felt like there was just no personal growth with her. She was there for 10 months. And every day that I brought her there, like the minute we walked through those doors, like she just wasn't herself. It's like she just turned herself off, just like a light switch. And throughout the day, and anytime I try to engage with her, it just, I just realized like just, it just wasn't my daughter. You know, she she would be mute, like just absolutely mute for eight hours every single day. And she wasn't herself until, you know, we left the building, we got to our car, and then she was just back. And then she would strike up a conversation in the car on the way home. And I thought like, wow, like what what is the cause of this? What is preventing you from, you know, speaking your mind, your thoughts in school? Like what happened? And so we kind of have to like uh, think about, was there an incident when she went to the daycare before she went to uh, the current school that uh, I'm enrolled in, we we have no idea. So we thought the best thing was, in order to help her her grow both physically and mentally, we'll just kind of keep her at home, and just kind of do that. And one major pro again, she's growing uh, physically. She's physically growing. I'm not sure if she was eating a whole lot at school. I wasn't sure if she was eating her snacks or at lunchtime. Um, but at home, you know, my wife is making meals, very extremely healthy meals, making sure she's eating all her food. And in just like the last four weeks, like we've known like she's grown significantly. She just looks healthier. In the past, every time we took her to the doctor, the doctors would always stress that, you know, she was below you know, weight. She was kind of underweight for her height and for her age, um, a little bit underdeveloped there. So that was a big concern of ours. Um, I'm sure if we take her to the doctor soon, they'll say, hey, you know, she looks a lot more healthy. She's right where she needs to be. And that's a big positive, you know, that she's getting the nutrition she she uh, needed while at home. Um, she really has taken a liking to English. Her Korean has excelled immensely. With my wife, she does speak Korean with her only. And the minute we kind of strike up a conversation, she knows to switch in English. Um, so I, I couldn't be more proud of her, like extremely proud of her. Uh, a little thing that comes to mind as far as like the cons of homeschooling. Now, keep in mind when I'm saying homeschooling, it's not like like Western standards. You know, if you want to homeschool your child, you got to go through like so many regulations and get like permission and certification to do that. It's not. We're not officially doing that because again, in Korea, the school system works a little bit differently. Uh, technically, they don't start elementary school until they are eight years old Korean age. Um, so. Yeah, it's, it's more like she's still at this preschool, kindergarten kind of level. So we just kind of keep her at home rather than putting her in, in a daycare. Um, but a, a con of that, again, social skills. She's not really able to build relationships or, or friendships while here. Obviously, she can do that when she's, you know, at Taekwondo, when she's doing her extracurricular activities. That's fine. Or if my wife takes her to the playground, I'm sure she can engage with other kids if she chooses to. But she's still a little on the shy side. But it's only a matter of time until she kind of just opens up and flourishes and kind of, uh, you know, feels comfortable in her own skin to kind of speak her mind. 
Um, but at least, you know, we are grateful she does have a little brother. That's why we love having two kids because they are each other's best friends. They kind of have their own language. That She completely understands everything that Jono tries to say. And he learns a lot from his big sister too. Like he's speaking a whole lot more than Sophie did at uh, his age. And it just they kind of just go hand in hand. It's They have a, just a perfect uh, relationship. And um, life is just, it's just great. It's just great with, with the two of them. But, you know, Sophie does have friends. Like when we kind of have like our, our gatherings or um, like, for example, on Sunday, we met uh, a family of ours, family friends, and we went to a local brewery not too far from our place. And they brought their little daughter, who's the same age as my son. And together, all three of them were just kind of hanging out and playing games and chasing each other and just having fun. Like Sophie likes to, you know, if she's familiar with people, she likes to engage and it's not like she doesn't have friends, but uh, we just want her to practice just building relationships all on her own. Like now I'm just really stressing her to kind of just do things. She's always so used to having people do things for her. So every time she kind of encounters a problem right away, it's mommy, help me, daddy, help me. So I really just, really just trying to push for her to do things and just figure it out herself. My wife is a little bit more hands on. She'll go out of the way to help with me. I just really just like, all right, Sophie, you can do it. Be a big girl. I can guide you, but you know, I'm, don't take this as a negative thing. It's not like that daddy doesn't want to help you. You just have to learn. Daddy's not always going to be here. He's just, you know, preparing you for the world. So, yeah. But gosh, that oh, it's February, right? I have 69 days, giggity, 69 days left until my flight on April 10th. And I every night, every night I'm up to at least 1 a.m., just looking at jobs because I know I just need something, just some kind of buffer zone, just just something in the meantime until, you know, one of these two positions fall through because um, I, I know I can't get an apartment without a job. So currently right now, my main focus is just wrapping up the school year. You know, there's only like three weeks I have left at the school and uh, that that's just going to fly by so fast. And the whole month of March, I'm just going to be job hunting just day and night because I know if I get there in April and the, you know these background checks and um, interviews probably won't happen until at least mid-summer I'm looking at two three months of you know needed work just so I can kind of sustain myself and keep myself afloat so I can you know pay off rent and bills and whatnot um, but not only that like something much closer now that we're in February is like our honeymoon is next month. So we'll we'll be gone for a week. We have the in-laws watching our kids. There was a little bit of drama there, but you know, my wife and I decided to book them a trip to Thailand just for, you know, a few days. That way they can kind of just unwind and relax as like a personal thank you for watching our kids. And now everything's just happy now. So they'll watch our kids for the week. And I have nothing planned. I have nothing planned yet. So I'm hoping maybe sometime. This week or next, I can probably just start booking some hostels, a nice resort for Bangkok. We're, you know, we're going to Bangkok for the honeymoon. And that's that's pretty much it. But uh, if you are considering homeschooling your child, you know, I, I would look into it, especially here if you're here in Korea um, and, you know, you have some time. Especially, you know, if your, your child is learning two languages and you're kind of concerned that they're just not really clicking in the education system. Because I, I know it's, it's a little different here. It's pretty intense, Korean schools. 
they expect a lot um, from kids at such a young age. And I know that as a, if I was a kid, I wouldn't be able to hand it. And there's no way in hell that I was going to put my daughter through that. And I think that's exactly why my wife wants our kids to go to school in the U.S. Because that way it's it's more relaxed. I, I, I mean, it's not that the schools don't have a high standard. I know most, most do. But uh, that's just not really our main focus. I mean, they have their whole lives to learn. Right now, we just want them just to learn just the basics. Just, you know, having good manners, being respectful. Motor skills, obviously very crucial, and your social skills. So, yeah, more to come. I I know that um, a lot, again, it's just going to be coming my way over these next few weeks. Uh, I don't know when. Um, I'd, I'd like to record an episode next week if I can. I've got many more topics to discuss. It's just right now, I'm just completely overwhelmed. And I do thank you for understanding that. And I do thank you for listening thus far. As always, go ahead, check out my socials, check out my link tree. I, I update it as much as I can. And thank you, really, from the bottom of my heart of, of listening. Whenever you have a moment, whether it's uh, commuting to and from work, whether my voice is, you know, helping you go to sleep, uh, whatever it is, thank you from the bottom of my heart. It means a lot to me and my family. Um, So until next time, thank you and take care.